So this is a webinar about preparing for metaverse marketing, and my name is Neil Wilkins. Well, this is a hot topic. Wherever you look, uh, everybody seems to be at the moment talking about the metaverse. And what we're going to be doing in this session is exploring everything that you can do with the metaverse as a marketer, as a communicator, business owner, entrepreneur. There are countless opportunities for marketing in the metaverse. Now, I'm not here necessarily to evangelize the metaverses, and we will talk about uh, this uh, plural of metaverses because there isn't just the one. Um, and I'm not here as well to uh, guide or explain exactly what you should be doing um, because the opportunities really are countless. And what I want to explore as we go through this session is very much the preparation and the first steps and the almost initiation into metaverse marketing that you can introduce yourself and your business to. So let's kind of um, begin by thinking about what is this kind of metaverse marketing thing all about? So I would say there's a host of things that you could be exploring here. So from customer conferences, exhibitions, maybe, yeah, you can do all of that in the metaverse, um, product launches and live demonstrations. Some of those offer, you know, exceptionally interesting and immersive experiences. And we'll look at some examples of those as we go through this. It also offers up marketers unprecedented opportunities, I would say, for really exciting and impactful engagement. And I think this is the key thing. This is a space that is not yet crowded. And for me as a marketer, as a business owner, this is really, really intriguing because if I can figure out and we'll be talking about this as we go through the session, if I can figure out how to cut through all of the, the challenges, the uh, the technology potential or perceived uh, limitations or challenges, uh, if I can cut through the expectations and maybe, you know, basically negative connotations of this new immersive world that we're calling the metaverse, if I can cut through all of that and figure out strategically a real reason to be taking these first steps, then this could become very, very interesting indeed. Now, the reason I'm particularly excited and particularly interested in the whole concept of metaverse marketing is because as a marketer who's been doing this trade, I guess, you know, practicing marketing for around about three and a half decades now, I've, I've seen things come and go. I've seen cycles. I've seen patterns. I've seen, you know, technologies. I was a marketer before the internet, for example. So I've kind of experienced hype. I've kind of experienced, you know, bubbles bursting, a lot of expectation only to be falling quite flat as people move away and get distracted or move on to other things. But there's something about the metaverse and the opportunity of this kind of coming together, this moment of serendipity where technology meets market need, meets an opportunity to market and to engage with customers differently that I haven't seen since, I would say, probably the dawn of the Internet. So I am particularly intrigued and particularly challenging myself to explore metaverse marketing and really open up a almost a, a new opportunity to engage with my customers, uh, many of whom will be listening and watching this uh, here today.
So let's begin with a definition. And I've, I've done a number of these sessions on uh, marketing in the metaverse uh, over the uh, recent months. And I always begin with a definition. And the definition really is that there is no metaverse. Okay, so that's a good starting point, isn't it? Well, Neil, you're talking about metaverse marketing and there's no metaverse. There isn't a single metaverse. No, there are multiple metaverses. Um, key platforms, as we're talking here, are things like Meta, Facebook Horizon, so Meta as in Facebook as was, uh, Roblox, Decentraland, and my particular favourite, um, and I'm not uh, incentivized or sponsored by these guys for saying this, but my particular favourite is Spatial. And I'll explain a little bit um, about why that is my favourite uh, a little bit later. But there are a host of platforms right here, right now, that you can go and look into. You can explore, you can play with, and you can experiment. And for me, metaverse marketing right here, right now, is this first kind of touching of the tip of the iceberg of the opportunity. Okay, so what we're going to talk about in this session, and I'm going to explain to you as well, a series of workshops that I am putting together, which will launch in um, April. And these will basically take everything we're going to talk about today and break it down week by week into a series of six, um, I guess, steps or building blocks that you can take to begin your metaverse marketing journey. Okay, but it is not a completed story. It is not a full playbook. This thing is evolving. It's evolving very, very quickly. There are a lot of brands, and I'll look at and explore some of these brands with you in just a moment, who are investing a huge amount of resources now in various elements of their experimentation and piloting of the opportunities within the metaverses. Okay, so whether or not you choose Roblox, Decentraland, Spatial, others obviously are available. The growth trends and the adoption and the curiosity, I guess, of your potentially your target customers looking into these are really, really interesting because what is happening here is that there is a curiosity that is turning into actual commercial value. There's a curiosity in here that is turning into potential for you to see this as a channel of communication, no matter which way or which angle you look at this at or from, there is opportunity. And opportunity really does abound here. And as I say, it's almost this perfect storm of technology meets need, meets curiosity, uh, meets strategy. And in this session, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about how you begin to kind of fathom out what it is you're looking for. Now, as you can imagine, I have been doing a lot of research into this, uh, not only for this particular session, uh, but over the last probably 12 to 18 months into kind of when is the right time to jump into this? Um, and I am feeling here, right here, at this point, right here, right now, I don't think there's ever been a better time to do this. Maybe six months ago was a little bit too early, but right here, right now, I think um, the, the, the low hanging fruit is ripe for picking. Now, there's a lot of research here. You only have to um, do a search on global metaverse market or market trends in metaverse marketing. Um, any phrases like that will throw out a whole bunch of different statistics, research findings, infographics, and they all have a very consistent pattern to them. One is that they are all seeing 
historically growth, but they're also projecting increasing growth. So we are seeing this as an opportunity that will sort of, you know, cumulatively um, accelerate. So the momentum of growth is accelerating. Now, for me as a marketer, that makes my ears prick up because I'm thinking, hold on a minute, not steady growth. Um, well, growth anyway is, is a positive thing in the current economical um, and global um, situation and climate. But to actually see accelerating growth, a real momentum in a positive direction makes me stop and think, hold on a minute, there's something going on here. But without just necessarily looking at the overall kind of market size, and a lot of this is driven by technology, um, and we're not necessarily anybody here in this session here looking to necessarily create the next metaverse platform. But what we are possibly here to do is to see on behalf of our own businesses, organizations or startups, where the opportunity might be to piggyback onto this opportunity. Now, I'm seeing a real consistency over some of the themes that are coming out of the metaverse for marketers. And to me, this is a very interesting equation. So wherever you look, you will see that innovation is a key driver for people being involved in the metaverse. Now, you might think, well, obviously, Neil, that is, you know, it's going to go without saying. But by innovation, what we're talking about here is this is aligning your brand with your customer's perception of who you are and their perspective of what you offer in a very innovative environment. So there's one little tick in the box there because people, customers, be they businesses or citizens, they like innovation. They like forward thinkers. They like thought leaders. So all of that ticks in that box. So there's a, a first little marker that can be encouraging for us. Second one here is service. Now, this is a really interesting one. People are already cottoning on to the fact that there's an opportunity here to serve both as the recipient of the service, or in other words, the customer, but also as the brand or the host of that service or the provider of that service to be giving service. So there's a lovely tie in here that maybe this immersive environment that we're calling the metaverse, you know, 3D immersive and interactive is an opportunity to appear with your brand as more innovative than the competition, even if you're just exploring. So we're not talking necessarily about a fully rounded service. We're talking about exploring the first steps. Even that association can potentially position you differently and away from the rest of the noise in your marketplace. So that's a big tick in the box to me. Service is the other one. And a really interesting one that I've been researching is what is the customer's expectation of quality here in these very early days of metaverse marketing? And you would possibly not be surprised to hear the expectation of quality is very, very low. And in fact, actually, on the criteria that um, a lot of organizations and a lot of um, the research companies are, are measuring on here, it is actually one of the lowest criteria in terms of the score. So what does this mean? Well, it means that your customers have a low expectation of actually what you're going to give in terms of the quality of the service, the quality of the innovation. And so if you do the math with those particular criteria, what it is saying in very simple terms is if you're early in, you'll be well perceived. If you are a thought leader around a particular topic in the metaverse, you will be 
getting some credits for that. If you also don't worry too much and do not expect to see, you know, perfection in those early days, and you're willing to experiment, you're willing to try, you're willing to be seen to be taking those early steps in the metaverse with your marketing, there are huge gains with very little risk. Now, I'll, I'll talk about the risk in a, in a short while, and that will be something as well that we will manage through this uh, workshop series that I'll give you the links to, and I'll uh, share a QR code with you at the end um, so you can uh, have a little look and see whether it is the right time for you to explore this. But I think that this is the right time now to explore why metaverse and particularly for marketers matters right here, right now. I mean, you only have to look into your marketplace. And if you're really, really honest with your marketplace, how busy is it? It's just chaos, isn't it? Everybody, if you ask anybody, be a business customer or a citizen, consumer, whoever, you ask them how they are. What do they say? What's the one word that you will inevitably hear? It's a ubiquitous word on everybody's lips right now. I'm busy. It's a really, really challenging word because it means that everything is cluttered. Everything's noisy. Everything's chaotic. And so if you were able to make some early inroads into an innovative, service-driven, experience-led, immersive space or channel, and we call that the metaverse right here, right now, that is uncluttered. You know, if you could enter into a space where there wasn't a lot of noise, there wasn't a huge amount of competition, depending obviously on your industry, and I do understand some industries are busier than others. Gaming industry, for example, are taking huge gains in here, but it's, a, it's already a competitive industry. But for the rest of us, there's opportunity, and it's a quiet space. There aren't many other digital channels, particularly where we can have an experience, provide engagement, provide service, launch products, do exhibitions, entertain, inform, where it's quiet and it's peaceful. And there's a quality kind of experience that we can choreograph because most places there's no attention span. Nobody really wants to hear from you. Nobody really wants to get, you know, their timeline clogged up with more of your stuff. So the metaverse for marketing matters right here, right now, because it's uncluttered. There's an opportunity for increased engagement in a quiet space. There are emergence of new digital economies. You know, we know blockchain. Bitcoin and others are available, you know, are in there. So there is kind of a way of trading. There's commercial sales going on right here, right now, as we speak in the metaverse. So people are making money, people are making profit in this space right here, right now. But that possibly for most of us is probably at the next stage of our journey. The first stage of our journey is the really key one. And this is what I want to focus in on with some of the examples I'm going to share with you in a minute are the immersive and interactive experiences that you can wow your customers with right here, right now. So you can differentiate, you can be different, you can cut through the noise, you can you know, pull yourself away from the rest of the competition. And the lovely thing about metaverse marketing is it doesn't matter how small you are. So if you're coming at this from a startup, you're coming at this from a micro business, you can have as much clout in your marketing as a big global provider, a great big multinational corporate. The reason being is it's all about your creativity and your thinking around what could be relevant to provide as an experience immersive for my customer. 
So what kind of things could we be talking about here? Well, the moment, these are the really obvious ones. Okay, so virtual billboards and signage. So you can piggyback into Decentraland and Roblox and stuff, and you can buy space. You can buy ad space, you know, digital posters in these kinds of environments. You can actually brand your own virtual events. I mean, what's not to like? So I don't have to get everybody flying in from around the world to come to my event. I can take it to them and we can be in a virtual environment wherever this particular set of customers are all over the world and they can all come into this one virtual space. I can brand it as me. I can provide this amazing experience. The answer is yes, you can tick that box. You can actually put product placement in world here. So the virtual products, the things that you will render, so you'll render 3D versions of, and it's super simple to do. And again, that'll be something I'll cover in the uh, workshop series that I'll tell you about at the end, just how you go about rendering your products into a metaverse environment. And it's not difficult. You know, a lot of people will be thinking, hold on a minute, Neil, I'm not technical. I'm a marketer and I do kind of coloring in. I'm not a technical marketer. And I would say it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. The tech is here at a very, very simple, straightforward level to make our world possible. And a lot of brands already. Next example is, you know, fashion and accessories and merch, for example, for your avatar. Um, so it isn't actually you in the metaverse, but it can be somebody or a virtual you, a digital twin, as we call it, that looks and sounds and feels and acts just like you. I only have to kind of look myself in the mirror and it's very hard to differentiate between me and my virtual Neil in the metaverse because it has my face on it, um, not a cartoon face. It's actually me and I can dress it in fashion and accessorize it. Should I wish to? Of course, I'm not as vain as wanting to do that. But if I was wanting to do that today, right here, right now, I can make this thing look just like me. Hard to differentiate. And it's all possible. And you don't need to be technical. How exciting is this? You know, the opportunity, it just opens up the floodgates of ideas and creativity. Another opportunity for marketing, obviously, are things like customer conferences and exhibitions. Uh, I'm going to be demoing that in this webinar series um, that I'm going to be all the workshop series rather that I'm going to be hosting, um, where we'll go through various kind of placements and various kind of environments within the metaverse. Um, and I'll literally hold your hand through some of those um, and we'll explore together how we can create exhibitions and events and conferences. Um, and of course, things like product launches and live demonstrations, there's a way that you can actually use this to make specific customers within your database of customer connections, make them feel special. So you can do VIP events, you can actually bring a set of customers in, maybe do a focus group, maybe do a product launch where they can actually see and play and interact with your virtual product. So the virtual uh, render of your physical product in the metaverse in 3D, walk around it, pick it up, touch it. And believe it or not, even if you wish to go down this route, touch it and feel it. So they will actually, through haptics, get the opportunity to physically sense what this product feels like, be it clothes or something, you know, sort of a physical hard item. So there's almost no limit really here. And in lots of ways, that is one of our challenges is, okay, Neil, well, I want to do all of the above. 
But where would I start? Well, I would say one of the key things is to begin with strategy. Now, for those of you who already know me, you will know that I always try and begin with a bit of a plan. So I don't just jump into the doing. I don't really you know, enjoy just doing. I rather do things because there's a purpose or there's a meaning. And so I would always begin and would suggest you begin and start thinking about metaverse marketing from a strategic perspective. So what do I mean by strategic? Well, I mean by really focusing in on something that's meaningful for your business. So not just doing an event because you can, not just launching a product virtually in 3D immersive environment because Neil says you could, you know, but actually starting with a strategy that contributes a little bit of value, even at an experimentation level with your business. So there are a number of ways or a number of themes or angles you can take if you begin with strategy. Okay, so I'm going to go through and give you an example for each and every one of these, because you don't really need to just hear me saying it. You need to know that there are brands already doing this stuff and that I'm not talking hot air here. You know, there's some really, really exciting examples of, you know, and admittedly big brands who have made some really great success stories. I'm going to tell you what those are in just a moment. But if we begin with strategy, here's my list of things that I would say, choose one. Okay, so choose one of these things. And it's the one that kind of jumps out when I tell you this list. It's the one that jumps out and you think, "Hmm, okay, well, we could experiment there. We could have a little go with that one. And then when we go through an example of each one, then you'll get a little bit of a deeper dive, maybe just one level down in terms of the how you can do it. You need to come to the workshop series to learn the real how. But this is kind of just whetting your appetite for understanding where could I begin if I wanted to do something in metaverse marketing. Okay, so beginning with strategy, events. You can do events in the metaverse. You can storytell. So if you have a story to tell and you want to, you know, take somebody on a journey through a story, you can do that. Product development from initial research, focus groups, all the way through to launch, you could do that too. Showcasing, what is it you've got? Are you looking to showcase something to a particular audience right now? The metaverse offers up that opportunity. Are you looking to collaborate? Is collaboration and partnership a really strategic strength of your organization? Well, there's huge opportunities in the metaverse for kind of piggybacking in and partnering with people who are already getting success in there. So you don't have to feel like you're doing it alone. And I'll give you a good example of that in a minute. Also, loyalty. If customer loyalty, if you're not looking to build your customer base, you're not looking for new business, you're all about serving existing customers. Metaverse marketing is all about loyalty. You can really introduce some ideas here, and I'll share another experience there. Sales, yes. If some of you are thinking, well, this is all great for just kind of marketing and branding, but where are we going to develop some business from? Because I'm all about lead generation and building my business. I need to scale it. Well, there's some amazing opportunities here for actually selling within the metaverse within or using the metaverse as a tool within your existing customer journey to enable sales, to encourage sales, to build that confidence and trust and, you know, really take people over the line, if you like, in terms of the experience. Another one that might be on your strategic leaderboard is thought leadership. If you are looking to differentiate your brand or your products or your services, or you personally are looking for thought leadership, 
and you're looking to have that strategically in your marketing mix, then the metaverse is the place for you. Seriously, I'll give you another great example of that in a moment. Brand leadership. Well, I talked about innovation, being early into the game. It's very, very likely that the rest of the competitors in your marketplace are not yet here. So there's an opportunity within the metaverse for taking brand leadership. And if this happens to be, as I'm predicting, one of the digital channels moving into the future that probably very, very likely, and a lot of the research suggests, will supersede social media as we know it right now. Because why would we need social media when we can actually be in the environment itself, in the metaverse? Then brand leadership by saying, you know, our brand in our sector, we were the first in, you know, we're innovators, we're real kind of leaders in this. Can that help you strategically to reposition your brand in your marketplace? And of course, if you're a brand leader in your market, well, that probably is expected. If you're the number two, so you're the brand challenger in your marketplace, what a way to take the lead and become brand leader. And if you're a niche player, there might be something you do at a lower scale to the rest of the industry, but actually you're very, very good at it. Well, brand leadership within the metaverse could be a great market position. And the final one, strategically, if you're looking to educate, so you are an educator, you are like me, podcaster, teacher, tutor, mentor, marketer, then education clearly has a huge opportunity in here. You can bring people in to provide workshops, to provide training, to provide immersive education experiences. And if it's part of maybe induction um, for your team, if it's part of um, educating your customers or your team or your customer service on particular products or services, again, think broadly. All of these things are just strategic starting points. It's then all about you translating those starting points into something that's meaningful for your business. But I would say choose one as a theme. You can always come back and change that idea or change that choice. But events, storytelling, product development, showcasing, collaboration, loyalty, sales, thought leadership, brand leadership and education. That is my kind of top list right now of a starting point for getting into metaverse marketing. So let's get an example for each of these. Let's begin with strategy. Well, for me, in terms of the big brand metaverse marketing strategic success stories, I would put Nike right there at the top. Um, basically, what Nike have done is they've been exploring virtual worlds and partnerships with, you know, collaborations with, you know, games like um, um, Fortnite, for example, with exclusive in-game products. Um, and they've been doing a whole host of licensing and branding stuff um, for a number of years now. This is not new to them. The key thing, though, strategically that they have done is they have logged and journaled and documented not only the outputs, but the processes. They have trademarked, they've protected their logo, etc., etc., in this new world from copyright, copyright infringements. So they control the way that the brand is positioned. So they've done it carefully and they've done it really, really um, professionally, if you like. So whilst they've explored and experimented, they've done it in the right way. So strategically, this will increase their value of, in effect, the, um, the Nike NFTs that you can already purchase and license within the metaverse. So they are doing this at a, a strategic level. They're thinking about this strategically. They're going in, 
playing, experimenting, exploring, collaborating, developing, they're stopping things, they're starting things, but they're making sure as they do it, they do it thoughtfully. So what I would suggest that you do if we're going to take a good tip out of their book is I would say document everything that you do because you will want this legacy story of how you got into the metaverse for your marketing when you look back in uh, in the future and see how things panned out. Next example on our list of strategic success stories is events. And the one I've selected for this one is Gucci. Gucci's been really active in the metaverse, again, through collaborations. They've kind of um, uh, sort of tied up with uh, Roblox and VR chat, um, and they've been producing virtual fashion shows. So their version, obviously, of an event. But you can think about what your event might look like. It might not be a fashion show. You might not be a fashion brand. But for Gucci, they've hosted and got a huge amount of success and also brand coverage through hosting limited time events for customers to engage with their brand. So they've been very precise about when they are active. And so the events have a time-bound nature to them. You can't just drop in as you would the Gucci website. You have to be there at the right time. So it's about very, very carefully choreographing an event. So maybe you want to do a little test event, maybe with staff or with colleagues or some trusted partners or friendly customers. And so you test this out, but keep it tightly time bound. Again, as with Nike, logging the things as you go. Really, really important to be documenting it if you're going to be doing the events, but start small because you can then scale up. Storytelling was another one. And this was a really interesting one that Louis Vuitton decided that they were going to use the metaverse for to showcase their 200 year anniversary. So I, I wasn't aware before I was doing the research for this that um, Louis Vuitton is 200 years old. Um, but they basically partnered with um, League of Legends to create some in-game skins and accessories Louis Vuitton branded that took the game to a new level which is really, really interesting. And what they also did is they created Louis the Game, which took um, anybody who was interested on an adventure of collecting 200 birthday candles over a map of six virtual worlds. But the storytelling element was that 200-year journey of Louis Vuitton. And as you went, you could collect you know, various items that you could then redeem for these in-game skins and accessories. So if you were a gamer into the Louis Vuitton brand, what is not to like? So thinking about collaborating, thinking about the storytelling that you could do and thinking about maybe an event focus there might be something that could resonate with strategically what it is you're trying to do as well. The next one for our big brand metaverse marketing strategic success stories is product development. I mean, one of the brands that has been doing a lot of in-world product development has been Coca-Cola. Um, they have a whole range of different collectible NFTs, non-fungible tokens, which are basically um, sort of virtual world um, entities in their own right. Um, and they've partnered up with Decentraland. And can you see there's a bit of a theme here? People and brands are not doing this stuff in isolation. They're looking to see what opportunities already exist. So they've done their research and they were creating a, a range of wearable bubble jackets for the avatars in Decentraland. So you could have a Coca-Cola branded NFT collectible and of course, differentiate your avatar. 
Now, if you think, well, I'm not into gaming, I'm certainly not into NFTs because I don't really understand them, but just think about what's actually happening here. This is the metaverse. This is the virtual world, the virtual community mirroring what we do as consumers in the real world and already happening. This is some of these examples here are a year or two old. This is not something that's hot off the press. And for me, that's what make this, makes this interesting. Now, these are the baseline examples that are the big success stories early in the game, but it's already building. They've also brought their signature drinks into the metaverse. Um, Coca-Cola um, Zero Sugar Bite is, is a good one as an example. And again, you can search on all of these examples um, and uh, the coca-colacompany.com website uh, has got a lot of these examples in there because they're very proud about, you know, the way that they're kind of integrating again, particularly um, sort of in world with um, Fortnite um, creative. Um, and they've caught, um, created something in there called Pixel Point, uh, where players can um, gain to win different virtual flavors of uh, products that um, they can encounter in there. So they're being creative. They're thinking about products beyond the thing that you buy on the shelf in your local store. They're actually creating virtual world equivalents. So from your perspective, what is it that you do, product and service? Are there things that you could be super creative with from a product perspective? So not just showcasing you know, a physical render of your physical world product, but maybe extending the portfolio into virtual products that are kind of part of the category that you're in involved in. And when we talk about products, um, there's some interesting stuff now happening in the automotive industry. And one of the best examples probably for showcasing um, through a virtual showroom is BMW. They have used the metaverse to showcase um, and allow customers really to explore and interact with vehicles in a 3D immersive showroom. So rather than just necessarily going down to your local um, car dealer, you can actually be doing this within the metaverse. Now, you could say, well, hold on, I've got 3D you know, stuff on the website there that I can access, but this is different. When you're actually sitting in the car, when you're actually viewing the car and you can open the door of the car, you can get out of the car, you can move around and under and over the car, and you're actually there with the car in this virtual world, it feels different. The word immersive is key here when we're showcasing stuff. Go and look at bmw.com for more information on this one, because it really is interesting in terms of this psychological bridge between what is at the moment when we look at the Internet, a 2D, really 2D environment where we have a physical two dimensional screen. This is 3D plus. OK, so you're not only looking at it in 3D, but you're within the scene itself and you can do this. And this is why I'm very keen on spatial, because you can do this not only on a Google browser or with a headset, but you can also do it on a uh, an iPhone through the spatial app. So there are multiple ways of getting into these immersive 3D environments. So accessibility to this stuff is already there to play with. Now, some of these things have required collaboration. Obviously, something like a fully immersive automotive uh, 3D showroom is not going to come cheap. So there's budget required. But if it isn't a big budget that you're after, then collaborations, not only with the big brands like Fortnite, who probably are one of the biggest collaborators right now. Um, and uh, Fortnite have been collaborating with numerous brands um, and also performers and rappers, 
and artists. Um, and these collaborations tend to include sort of things like in-game concerts, limited edition virtual items and themed events. So again, getting creative with the value that these collaborators bring to the brand itself, because Fortnite obviously hugely successful, but actually added value with these potentially new audiences being brought in through the collaboration. So if you are looking to collaborate, if you're looking to partner, don't just necessarily be thinking your traditional sense of partners in the supply chain that you're already part of in the ecosystem in your sector. Think more broadly about, well, which brands would potentially align with the kind of things that we like to do and the kinds of things that we're really good at? Is there somebody or uh, organizations or brands online already? Let's go and explore, find out who we might be able to partner with and at least least get those conversations started. And you don't have to shy away from some of these big names. Some of these big names, if you've got the right proposition and the right kind of creativity and innovative ideas, they will talk to you. Again, there's no playbook here. There's no rule book that tells you how to do it. You can create this. You can be part of this growing thing. And this was something that Disney decided to do back in the lockdown. Um, and this is my best example so far that I found for loyalty. So Disney released virtual tours of all of their parks and rides during the pandemic. So when the parks actually were closed, you could go in and actually experience virtual tours, you know, real 3D virtual immersive tours of Disney sites. So whilst the physical locations were shut, they were able to expand the reach, actually grow and build brand loyalty when everybody else had shut up shop and was furloughing their staff. So what a neat way. So this, for me, introduces the word pivoting. And the word pivoting to me is about looking maybe at 90 degrees away from the angles that we normally face in and think, you know, from our capabilities and what we do and what we've got and from our assets and our skills and, you know, just the way we think about the world. Is there something different and something really clever, something a little bit savvy that we could do? Could we be more smart than we are just doing the same old thing every day? Because... Disney, as an example there of our big strategic success story for loyalty, increased a huge amount of loyalty when everybody else had shut up shop. So what could you do if loyalty was the one that you know was whetting your appetite? What could you do there? Sales is an obvious one. And I know lots of people will say, yeah, OK, now this is great if I have all the time in the world. But my manager well, my founder or my CEO wants us to be developing business. So I will say, well, OK, start to look at any sales opportunities in here. Now, the sales opportunity, one that I want to share, big, big fashion collaboration again with Fortnite. Fortnite seems to be a, a common theme here. Could be worth you checking this one out. Um, Balenciaga and Fortnite um, basically joined together um, to market um, and brand and sell NFTs, which included virtual clothes, skins and accessories. So Balenciaga, Fortnite related clothing and um, accessories for avatars in their games. Um, and there's a lot of coverage here. Epic Games, who the owner of Fortnite, um, gave a lot of coverage um, when they did this particular campaign um, with Balenciaga. And I would suggest going to look at Epic Games if you're interested in, you know, doing really deep collaborations that involve NFTs, because there's a lot of good kind of 
almost sort of step-by-step guide if you follow the journey that they took and they do make it very public um, on the Epic Games site if you look in the uh, the press area there's a lot of press releases a lot of kind of coverage that was gained in that time so some really good examples of the how you do it not just well that sounds a nice idea but where do I start there is already starting to be some good practice so that's a nice one to uh, to be thinking about But if sales isn't your thing and you're looking to build a brand, well, then clearly thought leadership. And for most of us, to be honest, it could run hand in hand with uh, the sales as well. Thought leadership is a key one. So our big brand metaverse marketing strategic success story for thought leadership that I'm going to suggest to you is Hyundai. And they were one of the first players and actually in there, I believe, before BMW and others have now sort of joined more recently. But they were one of the first automotive companies into the metaverse. Um, And they created a game um, called the Mobility Adventure. Um, And it was basically what they were doing is they were giving a glimpse into, again, as part of their thought leadership positioning as a brand into the potential future of transportation. So they combine very cleverly. And of course, this is, again, big budget, but it gives us ideas to play with. They combine virtual reality with the real world and they used artificial intelligence, robotics and kind of really positioned themselves in their industry as a thought leader, but using the metaverse to mark market, to provide experience, to provide immersive interaction with, you know, alignment to this thought leadership position. So again, lovely, lovely example there of how you can just think a little bit differently over and above just producing written content or the next video. You know, this is really about pushing the boundaries of how and where could we be really super creative to take some really strong strategic gains. And when it comes to building brand, I've talked a lot in this session about, you know, the the value to brand leadership and how this is going to extend things for you. Um, I think for me, over the recent 12 months, the biggest, most um, sort of impressive uh, story that came through in terms of brand leadership was the the timekeepers of the universe, Hublot. Um, And they really, as uh, watchmakers, watch manufacturers, have taken the metaverse by storm. Um, They've partnered with a whole bunch of organization, um, um, stadium architects, they've um, partners with... um, Spatial, uh, the uh, metaverse platform that I was talking about before, and they created a giant stadium, giant football stadium around the time of the World Cup, World Football Cup. And they basically created a product showcase and in essence positioned themselves as well. Okay, you know what we do? We tell the time, you know, we're going to wear the accessory on your on your wrist. But actually in the metaverse, we were the number one in. There's no brand like us in the metaverse. So we are the timekeepers of the metaverse. Talk about taking a confident brand stance. But of course, if your competitors are not already in there, you could position arguably a metaverse version of your brand that takes an equally bullish approach. Why not? There's nobody here who's going to say, well, you can't do that because this is for a lot of sectors, uncharted territory. And the Hublot CEO 
sort of really, really sort of summed this up in a big quote um, that he was talking through when he said about how important the metaverse is going to be for them as a brand. They were saying loud and forward thinking approaches to design a part of our DNA, making the Hublot Loves Football Metaverse Stadium a natural progression for our brand. And he continues on and then basically sort of says that we can all gather, celebrate our shared human history and look forward to our future together. It's all about collaboration. And he's describing this invitation to gaze through the porthole into this new world where you can discover Hublot Loves Football, latest vigils starring our ambassadors and friends of the brand. So really kind of a collaborative approach. And when you get your CEO evangelizing and giving big, big quotes that say how important the metaverse is going to be in the future, both to your brand collaborations, but also to how you um, announce new products, how you look forward, how you bring this into your strategy. Well, if ever there was a confirmation from the top of the organization that this is going to be a serious investment of resources, well, I think that probably is it. So what we're saying here is it's a really good idea to get others on board. So by taking that initial strategic approach, it allows you to take those early steps, but do it confidently that you have others who have also bought into this one strategic angle. And the final one in our list of strategic beginning or starting points that I'm going to talk about is education. So for me, education is going to be my starting point. This is where I'm going to begin. I don't know where my metaverse marketing journey is going to take me. There is no, as I say, there's no rule book yet. But I'm starting off in education um, is because that's kind of what I do with my podcasting and my webinars and my teaching and stuff. So it will be the natural, obvious starting point. So for me, I'm going to be setting up. I've already run and some of you may well have come along to this session. I ran a metaverse marketing in the metaverse uh, little workshop a couple of months ago um, just to test out the technology and play with my virtual auditorium. Um, and in April, I'm going to be starting a six part weekly masterclass class workshop and we're going to share we're going to discuss and learn we're going to work step by step how to introduce metaverse marketing into your plans and deliver on the opportunities so that's my starting point for it but as far as your strategic education goes what do you think if you've chosen education as your strategic focus for that first step into the metaverse what are you going to teach how are you going to explain things? Are you going to use it as a, a virtual training room, virtual training center? You know, the, the world is your oyster really here. And there are lots of and many, many really exciting and interesting spaces that you can use. And as I say, spatial was the one that I decided to, to work with. And of course, the platform limitations are a consideration. Right now, you've got to you've got to get in there and play. I mean, I use Spatial.io because it's very user friendly. Um, I can use it on multiple devices. Um, I also know it's accessible to people who don't have a headset. Um, and so I've made sure that, you know, people can get into those sessions and can come and explore with me using a Google Chrome browser, for example. So that perceived limitation of technology, oh, I'm not technical, I can't possibly join you, Neil, is then blown away because, well, you can. If you've got a Google Chrome browser, you have. Great. So you can join me. 
And what it also does as well is it kind of takes away some of those sort of data collection and privacy concerns, which we will all need to address. And, you know, people say, oh, no, we can't be using the metaverse because, you know, it's uncharted um, territory and, you know, it's not um, regulated and everything like that. Uh, and I would say, well, no, it isn't. But let's be part of this ecosystem of marketers who are going to create the rules. You know, let's make sure that the early people in there, these early adopters, and these can be you and me, it really can be you and me, are the people who are doing it right, creating it ethically, transparently, honestly, so that we set the rules by being early in there. So we don't wait until it's a foregone conclusion and that it doesn't really work for us. We actually get in there and set the scene ourselves. And so for me, that is why, coupled with all of these lovely examples, which you can go and visit um, to your own heart's content and, you know, why the future seems to be pointing in this right direction. You know, we've got evolving technologies that show from this point onwards, it's only going to get better and better. You know, we've got the capability here. We've got things like haptics. I mentioned those a little bit earlier where, you know, we're going to be able to touch and feel objects as though we're actually physically touching and feeling them. So wearing our metaverse gloves, for example, to pick up an object and feel the texture of the, the fabric of the clothes, et cetera, et cetera. You know, there's a huge potential impact here on traditional marketing channels, which have become chaotic, claustrophobic, crazy, so, so busy. And there's a clarity and a purity of starting off fresh in this new space. And for me, it is about that first step and starting off on that first step. So I would say, if you can join me on this um, series, and I'll share with you the, the link in just a second, but if you join me on this workshop series, I think we're going to have an exciting journey together. But if you don't, or you think, you yeah, know, I'm just going to dip my toe in the water to start with and see how this kind of pans out, then I'd say begin with strategy. This is the key to me is do not try to do everything. I've chosen the one word education from the list, but you can choose another word if you like. Remember our list, you can choose events, storytelling, product development, showcasing, collaboration, loyalty, sales, thought leadership, brand leadership, or maybe education. Choose one of those words as your theme and then go and explore. Good one to start exploring in, I would say, is spatial.io. People always say, well, isn't it meta? Shouldn't we all go into meta? Well, you can go and explore. Facebook Horizon is, is, is a place you could go and look at. Um, you probably should. So you get an opinion. I'm not going to cast an opinion here, but I'm encouraging you to go and have a look at Spatial uh, for no other reason than it just does a good job for marketers. And it potentially has a lot of interaction with some of the stuff that you're already doing. So there is this nice kind of collation of stuff that you already do, which could find its way into a spatial environment that would work for you.